Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing going through the book of Matthew. We're in the fifth chapter. Uh, still sort of at the beginning of what is affectionately referred to as Jesus's Sermon on the Mount. Again, you know, I try not to use that word sermon. It, it carries such baggage in our society today. It really does. Jesus went up to a hillside. He's sitting on the side of a mountain. He sat down. His disciples came to him, whoever that may be. Okay, We're thinking it's just a 12 a lot of times, but no, no, no. A disciple simply means one who is learning. And then it said that the crowds were there, and the crowds gathered around. So there are people that are in the crowds that are also disciples. They're learning. Okay, So we pick it up, Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Actually, uh, this whole soliloquy, this whole teaching of Jesus is Matthew chapter 5, chapter 6, and chapter 7. If you check out your red letter edition of the Bible, you find that it's all red letter. So here's verse 17. Jesus continues to speak. Do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. So let me just stop there for a moment. Uh, people are having all sorts of ideas and understanding about who Jesus is, what his purpose was, and what was going on this thing. And so he lets them know from the get-go here, hey, I did not come to abolish the law. I didn't come to abolish the prophets. And you say, well, why would anybody want to abolish the law and abolish the prophets? Can you imagine living under the law, living under the words of the prophets and the things that they said? Most people who make those kind of uh, statements <laughs> have never really examined um, the Old Testament to see what was required it to live by the law righteously. Okay, So Jesus says, no, 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 no. I didn't come to abolish it. I came to fulfill it. Well, that's interesting. Let's see what else he says. Verse 18. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke shall pass from the law until all is accomplished. Okay? So he's saying until heaven and earth pass away. Well, that hasn't happened yet. Whenever that may happen, whatever that may be referring to, we won't get into right now at the moment. But he's saying, until then, and not the smallest letter, not the smallest stroke from the law, it's going to pass away until all is accomplished. All what? <laughs> yeah, until all what is accomplished. Well, let's just keep reading. Verse 19, Jesus continues to speak. Whoever then annuls one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever keeps and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Okay, so we're getting a little more insight right here. He's saying if somebody comes along and tells you that even the least of these commandments, if he teaches this, that you don't have to do this anymore. In other words, he annuls it. If somebody comes along and says this, he's going to be considered to be least in the kingdom of heaven. 
Now, do you notice anything sort of interesting about that? He's least in the kingdom of heaven, but he's still in the kingdom of heaven. And then he said, but whoever keeps and teaches them, in other words, whoever keeps these commandments, whoever teaches these commandments, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Hmm. So what's being said here? Well, let's read this, read this last verse right here, verse 20. Jesus still speaking. For I say to you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> well, what is that now? What's he saying now? I mean, you sit there and go, what in the world? See, the scribes and Pharisees, depending upon their ability to adhere to the law and to gain righteousness by doing that. They thought that they were righteous because of their status, because of the fact that they kept the law down to tithing the smallest of the seeds, the smallest of the spices. They tithed everything. And now Jesus is saying that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. To the Jewish person hearing that at that moment, at that time, they're sitting there thinking, well, boy, that pretty well knocks me out because there's no way I can't even meet the standard of the scribes and Pharisees. But everybody knew they were hypocrites. Okay, They knew that they hadn't attained to the standard that they professed to have attained to. They said, there's no way we could do this. So what is Jesus saying here to them? What is he doing? Well, I think it goes back to the first verse we looked at, verse 17, where he says, I didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And then he's letting them know that, you know what? The law, the law is not going to fade away. It's not going to pass away until everything is accomplished. If anybody comes along and annuls even the smallest portion of this law or the greatest portion of the law, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't do this. The one that is great in heaven is the one who keeps and teaches it. But then he says, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. In their minds, that's impossible. And they would be right, not because the scribes and Pharisees are so holy or righteous, but because you can't do it in your own power and your own righteousness. No matter how much you adhere to the law and how perfectly you attain to the law, you will have or will fail at some point in time in the law. What Jesus is saying here, there's going to be something greater. And he's saying that it's him, but he hadn't said it yet. He said, I didn't come to abolish, but to fulfill the law. How do we as believers in Jesus, as the Messiah, as Yeshua HaMashiach, how do we maintain the law? How do we fulfill the law? We do so in and through the Lord Jesus Christ. We've looked at this several times in the past. Uh, Hebrews speaks about this in a couple other passages, that literally the law is fulfilled in and through the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how we fulfill the law. He's letting them know you're never going to be able to feel, fulfill this law by your own volition and your own power and your own righteousness. As a matter of fact, your righteousness will have to surpass the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees over there, you know, which the people knew about. And, you know, I think the scribes and Pharisees were probably sitting there going, uh, did he just take a shot at us? 
did he just say something there? Is there something going on? And uh, yeah, yeah, that's what that's exactly what was happening. Jesus was letting them know he knew what was going on, but he was letting the common folks here know it's going to be through me that you fulfill the law. The same applies today. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.